Hey everybody, this is Brendan with Evoke Bike. I want to share this email I get from Harvard Business and they have different tips. I was reading through this and I felt like they were talking about cycling motivation. (laughs) It just really rings true, especially after we've all come through a couple seasons of COVID where staying motivated through uncertain times has been difficult mainly because scheduling has been just totally chaotic. There's a race, then there's not a race, then all of a sudden there's a race, and then this is moved and that's moved, and we've all been all over the place. But this email, I'm going to read through a couple portions of it, I think really can help not only to motivate us, but keep us motivated, but seeing the big picture, and that's actually one of the bullet points that they talk about. And the email actually was stay motivated through uncertain times. You've probably heard it before and it's true. We're living with unprecedented levels of uncertainty and not knowing what's coming next is tough on our brains and our motivation. How can you stay engaged when circumstances are constantly changing? Here are some strategies. And I think this is appropriate for us because things are always changing with us. We're slowly getting faster. We're getting stronger. We're doing different races. We have new teammates. Seasons change. Some of us do different disciplines. Like th- These are three tips that are appropriate at all times for us. The three of them are set expectations with realistic optimism, adopt bigger picture thinking, and embrace candor. And so for the first one with setting expectations, they say, believe that everything is going to work out fine while accepting that getting there might not be easy. Research consistently shows that having positive expectations is essential for staying motivated in the face of setbacks. Motivation can be amazing. You're going through a week of training, you're crushing, you're crushing, you hit that third week and all of a sudden the wheels have kind of fallen off. You know, things just aren't falling into place. You had one last big tough workout and you fail. When you, and this is the number, probably the number one reason, I think I've said it 50 times why I have a coach is because they help you see the bigger picture, which is number two, but it's so is involved with this first one. When you fail that workout, <laughs> I'm riding home and I'm like, what's wrong? Why do I suck? This sucks. Everyone's going to be better than me. Oh my gosh, that next race in 10 days, I'm going to get dropped. And then you talk to your coach and you're like, dude, the past two weeks you've been crushing it. This is one ride. It just wasn't your day, man. Move on. And I have, I, I try not to be overly blunt with athletes. I, I naturally have a direct tone of communication that in being a coach, I think is good at times, but because it helps, I don't give a lot of fluff. I give the details needed to help the athlete move forward in a successful and positive manner. Sometimes you need to present that entree with a little kindness appetizer, let's say. But I just had an athlete who he has been smashing and emailed me. He had a workout last Thursday that he failed. And so I didn't see that one until I went through his weekend rides. So he was a little tired on Thursday, took a day off Friday, did two big rides on the weekend. And on Monday, I was like, okay, you know, and he felt, you know, quote unquote good during the workouts. I didn't explicitly say, hey man, you've got some fatigue. You know, you failed Thursdays. You did two big workouts. Tuesday might be not great, but he's got a race coming up. Um, So, or we should say an event. 
that is not really an A priority event, but wanted one hard ride. So he went out, gave the stimulus, but didn't hit the, didn't crush the numbers like he had been crushing the past two to three weeks. And so he was like, dude, I ate right, I slept right. Like, what's wrong? I'm like, dude, you're just a little tired. Like, this is great. We hit that that point. Let's pull it back. You've got till Sunday to recover. We're gonna still ride, you know, keep the body moving, but we just don't need any more hard efforts. But him as the athlete in the woods, staring at that failed workout, it was like the end of the world. Like we need to figure what could possibly have gone wrong. I'm like, nothing, dude, you're just a little tired. Like it happens to all of us. But when you're in there, it stinks. So have that optimism though, of being able to zoom out and see the big picture. That's number two, adopt bigger picture thinking. When we think about the larger meaning or purpose of our actions, we're more inspired to push forward. Take the time to remember why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. Oh man, I had a really bad day on Monday. I just felt one of those days where you just don't feel great about different things going on in life. I was super down. And it's those times when you're like, why am I doing all this training? You know, should I be doing this with my life? Da da da. da. You you know, you go the, the mind can go in crazy different places, right? But when you step back, it's like, okay, the riding, the workout, it's just not to improve my lactate clearance or to increase my VO2 max. Like, I want to be a healthy human being. I want to set example, a good example for myself and my family of like what it means to be healthy. I want to go achieve things. I want to have healthy activities that I can participate in, like these really hard bike races. So I have to do some training for it. You know, I think of what are things that I would be doing with my time if I didn't do that. It just sort of take a step back and see where does this fit into your life. I sometimes think it can really help us justify why we're doing what we're doing because it's so easy to forget as most people listening to this podcast are more A-type or super motivated. I mean, we've all decided to pick a sport as our hobby. Some people do this as their job, right? But we've picked a sport after we go to work, we do all these things, you take care of your family, and you say, hey, I'm going to go try and crush some intervals on Tuesday night. And then I'm going to do it again on Thursday. And then I'm going to go race. And like, it, it's a lot. And I think we can so easily forget that we're not just coming home and sitting on the couch and quote unquote unwinding. You know, our unwinding is trying to achieve something. So take a step back into the first one. Be optimistic about it. See all the good things that are around you when you have that failed workout or you just have that little string where it's like, man, I just can't seem to get a break on the bike. And you know, just keep, keep moving forward. And then the last one, embrace candor, constantly and honestly communicate with others on your team to create new norms and habits that are appropriate for the moment. Seek out those everyday conversations about what's working and what isn't. They, they're essential to pushing you through uncertain times. This is massive because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast have been training one to four years, super new, And that's amazing. But they think that what worked in year two might work in year five. Or I just had an email from a guy who's really more, he's one of those guys that like wants to do everything off-road, mountain bike, cyclocross, gravel. Um, And just because of some things in his life and some rides he's gone on, he emailed me and he's like, dude, I think I might be coming a roadie. Like, 
I've been really enjoying this. I did a couple crits. I really like those. I've re- I, like I've seen you do some fondos. Those seem super fun. Like maybe I shift my focus next year. Like can I do that? And I'm like, dude, don't. Yes, do do the rides and races that you love that you're excited to do. If you want to have totally different goals next year versus this year, that means you've learned something about yourself. My goals had, I think, I mean, my one big goal when I was first coming up was like, I wanted to win a state championship. I wanted to win the road states. And then I wanted to win the time trial. And then I wanted to win the crit. And then I got good enough where people were like, dude, you really need to go to nationals. And I wanted to have that experience. And I'm still chasing that goal. That will always be my number one goal. And then I got old enough to do Masters Nationals and those have been great experiences and that's a whole other podcast in itself because I really like Masters Racing because those are people my age, (laughs) you know, I'm almost 40, I go to these P12 races and I'm like, God, dude, I'm like, I'm turning to the grandpa here, like I'm going to be the guy who's 45 with Owen Shot trying to drop a couple dimes on people, but it's like... (laughs) I was slowly feeling out of place. Um, I don't know. We'll see how long that lasts. But Masters racing, you go and it's like everybody's the same age. And I have much more in common with a 40-year-old than I do a 21-year-old. And it's not a bad thing. It's just where we're at in life. But embracing candor, honestly communicating with yourself about what you want, honestly communicating with your team, the biggest thing in running... You know, running the team when I was in upstate New York and tried to do a little bit in Tennessee was when it's January and February, everyone is doing every race. I'm doing this race, that race, people aren't honest with themselves. And then you get in the season, they're like, oh, I also have this commitment. And, oh, I don't really want to do that. Man, have that constant and honest communication about all things in cycling with your life so that. You don't let other people down with expectations that you have set erroneously. And just it helps you to continually understand what's working and what's not. I mean, I've been on this podcast having the conversation with myself about do I even want to do gravel anymore? I thought I'd love it. I don't I love road. <laughs> the gravel bike makes me remember how smooth and fast and amazing the road bike is. Uh, I rode the road. I rode the gravel bike for three rides this past week. That's the gravel bike. Got on the gravel bike. Got on the road bike two days ago and was like, "Wow, this is incredible." So I'm just trying to have that conversation. I'm trying to have that conversation with time. I'm Tom. I've, you know, I'm not running a team anymore because I don't want to let people down. I don't have the energy and the desire to make the time to do that. So. Just trying to have that candor. So I think those three bullet points at all times set expectations with optimism, adopt bigger picture thinking, and embrace candor. Do those things. It's going to make you a better athlete. I think it's going to make you a happier athlete. That's why we're doing this, to have fun. Hopefully. Hopefully it's not just stressing you out over intervals. And with that all said, when you wake up and you have five by five VO two max intervals. I think it's good to be a little anxious. I think it's good to be like, did I eat enough? Did I have enough carbs? I do this right. You think about all the little things. Cause then when you, all that preparation goes into it, when you roll down that hill, like when I'm at 
VO2 Max Valley where I go and do my five by fives. I know, I know where I need to be at like minute four if I'm crushing. Because when all when you do all those little things and you finally get to the point I'm turning around and I'm ready to hit the gas, I've done everything I can do. Now it's just up to the body to roll. And if it rolls, great. If it doesn't, hey, I'm not gonna overly stress about it. I'm gonna take a look at the big picture, try and get a sense of why did I fail, and then move on. Moving on. Move on with your day. Have a great one. Look forward to talking to you guys, seeing you at, there's really no more events for me coming up. Um, Maybe base miles ride. And looking forward to some new videos. I'm trying to get a videographer. Trying to trying to take our game to the next level. And the Discord, almost to 250 people. The chats have been amazing. I'm, I'm all about the Discord. See you guys.